Hello and welcome. You are listening to Functional Wellness with Dr. Allison, and I'm so glad that you are here. Today we are talking about testing options for fatigue. So if you're struggling with feeling tired all of the time, totally drained with no energy, and no matter how much sleep you get, you still need more, this is, then this is the place for you. And at the end of this podcast, I'm going to share how you can get discounts on your testing. And while we're here, I'm going to put the link into my event that's happening in March called Overcoming Fatigue. It's going to be a big masterclass with the five things that you need to know to get started on how to change your health. So make sure you sign up for that, or at least get the replay link so you can follow along with us. So today I want to address these tests by topic or really health issue so you know where to start. In my practice, I don't always require testing because one, I know it's very expensive. Two, I work with people all over the country and there's states where you can't even get access to testing. So the first thing I do have all my patients do is a basic blood work to rule out anything obvious or major. And we're gonna cover how to manage and test for fatigue if you have hormone issues, gut issues, autoimmune concerns, and what to do if you have everything or nothing at all and you don't know where to start. So let's start with the basics. Um, the best place to start with everyone is blood work because most common culprits are here and can be easily addressed. So we wanna run a full iron panel, of course, in CBC because anemia is so common and easily treated as well as B12 deficiencies and other things like that. Also helps us understand inflammation levels. And of course, we wanna look at the full thyroid panel as well. Other inflammatory markers that I look, like to look at are CRP, ferritin, histamine, and homocysteine. And these can all be done, insurance will cover typically all of them, or you can use our physician's co-op where you can get discount on your blood work as well. If you don't have insurance or you just know that they're not gonna cover it. So let's assume all of those look good. And I know if you're here, you've probably heard, hey, your blood work looks great, nothing's wrong with you. There's nothing I can do for you. Just go home, you'll be fine. Um, so let's start with hormones. When I, when I talk about hormones, I'm typically talking about sex hormones, which are estrogen, progesterone, testosterone, DHEA, and then we're going to cover cortisol separately. Other hormones like thyroid hormones, we can cover through the blood. That's not a big deal. So imbalances in sex hormones almost always lead to fatigue, um, especially with low progesterone, low testosterone, High or low estrogen are common culprits as well, especially if you're super fatigued around your period and this is a major PMS issue for you. And if you're having issues around your period, that's why blood work is so important to you because we need to check for that acute anemia. So I would suggest getting your basic blood work done during your period so you're checking for that anemia. And then again, around ovulation to see how your body rebounds. Is this something that's acute? inflammation and anemia, or is it chronic and ongoing? For sex hormone testing, I recommend either a saliva test or the Dutch urine test because those tests for available hormones where blood testing only tests the bound and inactive hormones. And what I like about these tests, they can be done at home they, and then mailed directly back to the lab. And you want to do them on day 21 or three of your cycle. Now, if you aren't cycling because either there's hormone issues, you're going through menopause, other reasons, there's options for you too. And you need to start with testing here because you don't want to guess about where your hormones are and then start taking supplements or medications or anything like that that would drastically change your hormones in the wrong direction. So make sure you get your hormones tested. 
So let's go into adrenal fatigue because these are closely related. If you think you have adrenal fatigue, then a saliva or a urine test would be best for you to track your cortisol throughout the day and night. And let me be clear here, cortisol is not your enemy. I always hear people saying they need to lower their cortisol, but that's not true. <laughs> That'll make you very sick too. And across the board for the past, oh goodness, long time that I've been doing this, I've seen patients in every different stage of adrenal fatigue. And if you're in the early stages, you might have a normal chart or you might have cortisol high, but within that normal ranges. And then it slowly comes down throughout the day and is low at night so you can go to sleep. The early stages will also might have increased function or hyperfunction. And then there's more cortisol throughout the day as your adrenals are just responding to that stress. The mid stages of adrenal fatigue can look like a normal chart. And if we're catching on that downward trend where you were high, but as your function lowers, you look normal. So we have to be aware of that as well. How long have you been dealing with your issues? Um, how long have you been experiencing fatigue? And that the later stages of adrenal fatigue, that's usually when we see that cortisol really low throughout the day. Another really common trend is to have a cortisol spike after lunch in the afternoon. A lot of times that's from sugar, stress, poor um, insulin reactions to lunch, things like that. So using adaptogens will be extremely important for your adrenals, so you do not push them one way or another. And adaptogens are typically herbs or nutrition that meets your body where they are. So if your adrenals are overworked, they're going to help calm them down. If they're underperforming, they're going to help bring them up. And this is also why I like the Dutch urine test more, because you can see those different forms of cortisol and cortisone, see how they work together, and then testing the DHEA will also tell you what stage of fatigue you're in. All right, let's move on to the next term. So have you ever said your metabolism is slow? Or maybe that you did a long-term restrictive diet and it, quote, ruined your metabolism, and you might find that you can't lose weight no matter what or how you eat. You're constantly tired, your hair is falling out, but your thyroid and your adrenals are great. So now what? So if all those tests come back normal, I would check your nutritional panels and organic acids test through Genova Diagnostics or Great Plains. There's a number of labs that offer these. They do offer blood and urine testing, so you can decide what test you want based on if you can get a blood draw or not in your area. And this will tell us if there are nutritional deficiencies that need to be addressed instead of just taking random supplements. And it also tells us if there's yeast markers or infection markers and also how are your neurotransmitters doing. So it's a really great test from top down of what your entire body is doing. And don't worry, you didn't ruin your metabolism. It'll just take some time and training to get back to a fuel and fat burning stage based off of what's going on with your own body, course balancing hormones, all of those things. The next topic I would say would be gut health. So if you have IBS, constipation, bloating, diarrhea, reflux, and fatigue, this is where the GI MAP tests can be really helpful. So research shows that gut issues like IBS and fatigue are closely related, and it's also related to leaky gut, lowered immune function, lowered mitochondrial function, and lowered level of antioxidants. So getting this GI MAP test done is a stool test. You do it at home, mail it into the lab, get results really quickly. And a lot of this is related to yeast, opportunistic bacteria buildup. I don't like to say bad bacteria because we all have these levels of bacteria in our body. We just want the bad ones to be smaller, the opportunistic ones to be smaller, and the good bacteria to be up. 
and also chronic viral load, and all these bugs create a biofilm which produces toxins which further destroy the gut and the lining of the gut and the good bacteria too. So with the GI map, it, it gives you so much information. You can go to diagnosticsolutions.com. You can go to diagnosticsolutionslab.com and see the sample tests and everything that they do. And what's really important here is you find out what types of bacteria are underdeveloped and overdeveloped and supporting those to increase the healthy and the good bacteria, reduce biofilm, support the wall of the gut to reduce the leakage and the passing through of bacteria and yeast, calm the immune system down, reduce toxins, and the test will cover all of these points so you know exactly what to do. The next one on my list is chronic infections. And I would say the most common culprit of fatigue and infections is Epstein-Barr virus, commonly known as mono. I usually run a full immunoglobulin test and a PCR test on many patients, and I almost always find that they are reactivated when they have severe fatigue. And if there's another issue going on, Epstein-Barr will almost always reactivate under high stress as well. So after I went through my colitis scare in 2020 and I was released from the hospital, I was so slow to recover. And I asked my doctor to run the panel and he said, no, there's no way you have Epstein-Barr again. It's not possible. I'm like, well, let's just run it anyways. Thankfully he did. And what do you know? I had a fresh viral infection. So we treat this with a homeopathic program and it works wonderfully. Um, so make sure you get this test, especially if you've had uh, Epstein-Barr or mono. Most people say, yeah, I had it when I was 16 and then it went away. And now we're 40 or 50 or 60 and it's still happening. So we can get rid of this virus and help your body feel better. Oh my goodness. So other tests include Lyme, mold, yeast, metals. We haven't even talked about autoimmune panels, food sensitivities, cross-reaction panels. There's so many tests that you can do, but I would recommend that you start with what seems most obvious to you. So if you're showing up with a ton of gut issues, go for that GI map. If hormones are a bigger concern, start there because they do get expensive as you run, run up and start with those basics and that way you know exactly what to do and exactly what to work with. So thank you so much for tuning in today. As always, please reach out and schedule an initial consultation so we can create your wellness plan together and you don't have to guess on supplements or testing anymore. I do give my patients a 20 to 50% discount on all of their testing um, because I want you to be able to get what you need, to be completely honest. So um, that is something that I offer all of my clients and um, the labs even offer payment plans for you as well. So there's a lot of ways to get your testing done and get the help you need. So make sure to like and subscribe to stay up to date on all of my weekly podcasts and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Functional Wellness with Dr. Allison. If you would like personalized care and testing, you can schedule an initial consult online and get started with your wellness plan right away or message us on Facebook at Little Black Bag Medicine. Thanks for tuning in and see you next week.